episode six everybody and guess what lolo here just bought an amplifier well technically my amazing wonderful loving supportive cool brilliant smart awesome husband of 14 years got me this amplifier for my birthday and i love him to the core of my being i love him truly deeply but sometimes we get confused about what love looks like out in the real world when we're not taught how to deal with these emotions when we're taught how you must find your soulmate and fall desperately madly in love with just one person because that's the most important part of life is for you to find your true soulmate and forsake all others and fall so madly cling to one person for all hope of your salvation and your romance and every need you can meet one person is all it takes and they can meet all your needs just one person can meet every single need emotional physical spiritual mental challenging sexual one person can meet all your needs one person that's what every rom-com says that's what every happily ever after says that's what every Cinderella story says, you know, I want to make a Cinderella story where, first of all, first of all, the original Cinderella story is she's trapped by her stepmother and the two evil stepsisters, correct? Um, yeah, I remember the Disney version when she was like, I remember watching that as a kid, when she gets locked in that room by her evil stepmother, like she's, she's a about to get free she's about to put the slipper on and see what freedom tastes like life with the prince romance love freedom truly living with what she wants she's about to taste it and the evil stepmother notices and then as cinderella is going to do a chore or task or something <laughs> one who's spent her whole life doing the work for others her mom locks her in her room puts the key in her pocket and taps and she is trapped trapped I was never trapped physically but I was definitely trapped emotionally I was stunted I was locked, I was forced, I was manipulated, guilted, shamed, scared into living a certain way of life, a certain lifestyle. I thought I had to. I was trapped. And the second I got some freedom, so when I went to concerts on the weekend, when I hung out with my friends who were all people who had issues because their parents were divorced or one of them lived mom lived on a houseboat or one of them is hanging out with younger kids like not creepy way but like we were 18 and he was 24 so like oh my gosh what does that say about him well what does it say about him like my journal entry said he my mom 
said, you can't hang out with these people, basically, like, judging, judging, judging. Don't hang out with these people. Judgment, judgment. They're not, they don't have any issues. Or we have no issues. They have all the issues. And my mom even said, according to my journal from 2006, she said, he seems like he's been through something tragic when we were having one of our arguments, our yelling, our daughter and mother, lovely, lively debates. And he yelled, he's been through something tragic. And I was like, no shit. No, no, I said, no, I said, yes, he has like his dad committed suicide. And she looked at me and she said, no shit. To be a person with that little empathy. That you can't look inside of you and see the humanity in you. She is such a martyr. She's worked her whole life. Helping sick kids with cancer. Oh. She expects everyone to acknowledge how much of a martyr she is. Narcissist abuse. You know, I read the book and it's not the narcissist's, you know, survival guide or like how to a narcissist in your life or something and I was like maybe she's not maybe she's not because like it didn't fit 100% and let me tell you most likely there <laughs> like, like we're just still stuck in this doubt no I can't be a victim how dare I some victim mentality that's for weaklings So she locked me and trapped me, abetted and aided by, aided and abetted by the two evil stepsisters who were my, who really was my critical voice, my inner critic, followed me around everywhere. You can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. You're just a girl. You can't, you can't start a rock band. Oh, you can't have that guy. You can't do those things that you want to do that feel good. You can't do what feels good because life means you work and you sacrifice and you work and you slave like Cinderella. That's what life's about. This is the only life you'll ever know here. You work, 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 work for us. The second you start to get some freedom dance with the prince and you think wait life can be better than this I don't dare believe it it seems too good to be true no it can't be this good it can't be 
I'm going to run and go back. Yeah, the pumpkin, the carriage turned into a pumpkin again. The dress turned into rags. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe in magic. I have to run. I have to go. It's too good. It's too good to be true. I need to punish myself. I need to go back to the dirt, to the filth, where I've come from the narcissist's abuse, from the manipulator and abuser's words of emotional tactics that get you to buy into what they believe and take advantage of your kindness and take your entire empathetic being and smush it like a fat thing of play-doh. <laughs> oh gosh. There are um, lots of abusers out there. Lots of them. And they know how to get you. And they prey upon your vulnerabilities and your kindnesses. And they make you feel gaslit. make you feel like you're the crazy one when you are the most sane being there is. You are the most kind, loving, truly deep down good person. The more you doubted about yourself, the more good you are. Because a lot of the population, I don't know, let's just say, I don't know if it's 50-50, I don't know. Let's just assume it's 50-50. I'm sure there's way more subtleties there, but Assuming it's 50-50, half the population is borderline narcissist and half the population is borderline overly empathetic and thus depressed and suicidal and anxious and fearful and living in mental health struggles and autism and all sorts of shit. So, yeah, no. We're not going to take it anymore, little twisted sister. We're not going to take your voice. We're not going to take your indoctrinations. We're not going to take your bullshit. We're not going to take your abuse. We're not going to take your coercion. We're not going to take your manipulation. We're not going to take it. No. We ain't going to take it. You can't get to us anymore. We're rising up. Our good energy, our good powers to take negative crap and transform it into something beautiful, productive, creative, good. Our skills of taking all that negativity for the rest of the world are finally going to start to pay off. And the world's going to see how important we are. All our natural skills, our natural talents for nurturing and caring for babies, for pets, for planet Earth birds and squirrels and young children and the sick and the elderly and the poor you are Jesus you are you have such good in you don't let anyone take that away 
rise up and reclaim your power.